<laughs> Are you the count from Sesame Street? Blair, one <laughs> Papa Park podcast. <laughs> Two. Uh, welcome uh, to the Popular Park for Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Tyler. I'm Nick. No, you aren't. And I'm the host, and we are starting Spooptober, uh, where it's going to be all spoopy all the time. Uh, yeah, spoopums. I mean, as as spooky as we can get, I guess, on this show. Yeah, like body swapping. Yeah, which is what just happened. Yeah. <gasps> Whoa. Whoa. I'm finally cool enough, people who love me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, um, we're... <laughs> We we talk about characters and how they could be better and how we could fix them up and how they're kind of dumb. If you'd like to uh, check us out on the social medias, you can find us at Papapoc Podcast. That's at P-O-P-A-P-O-C Podcast on any of the socials that you use, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. If you want to reach us directly at our most unadulterated, unfiltered form, you can go to our website at www.popapoc.com to find us there. Um, you can also support us on the Patreons. Uh, we're on there. We're, we're sitting in the wings with some cool bonus content that you can't get access to. Uh, sorry, we're teases um, unless you pay us money. Yeah, we are. Even I'm, then, we're still teases. <laughs> all right. Nice. Um, actually, I hated everything I just said. Uh, I loved it. Uh, okay. Well, uh, anyway, you can find us there at www.patreon.com forward slash P-O-P-A-P-O-C. Is this the part where I plug my tasteful nudes? Uh, it's the part where you plug your at prison wizard. Hey, tweet at me at prison. <laughs> <laughs> tweet at me at prison wizard. On you know Twitter. what we should do? Uh, should one of these do something with that account. One of these spooky episodes for October, should, we should create a prison wizard character. Oh boy! Give, give <laughs> anyway, me half an hour. That, that's, that's the time. That's that's the idea for another time. Uh, today we are going to be talking about. Casper the Friendly Ghost as kind of a transition into Spooptober uh, from, you know, uh, all the fun fall times and all that stuff. Uh, Now we're going to get kind of into the the nitty gritty, the meaty, scary stuff. But we're going to start light with some Casper. Casper, uh, the creative idea and not the actual character, was born in the late 1930s. His creators, Seymour Wright and Joe Oriolo, the former devising the idea for the character and the latter providing illustration for the character, originally intended the character to be the protagonist of a children's book. But with little interest from the corporate execs in the concept, Joe sold the book to Paramount Pictures' famous studios animation division while Seymour was away serving in World War II. Nice. (laughs) Uh, This then led to Casper, uh, we all know and love, appearing in his first animated cartoon titled The Friendly Ghost in 1945. This would lead to other books, cartoons, comic books, and even a full feature-length movie uh, released for the character. There's a Christmas movie, too. Yeah, there's a a couple of movies, actually. Despite all the various adventures Casper has gone on in the cartoons, the books, the comics, and the movies, very little is actually known about Casper's history leading up to his ghostification. Um, The 1999 film Casper, you know, the, the CG one that... I think everyone thinks of all the time, says that he died when he contracted pneumonia from playing out in the cold for too long. Makes and then sense. it was really, really sad, but he haunted the house because he didn't want to leave his dad alone. Oh. <laughs> yeah, straight to the heart. Oh. Um, but so far, that's the only like official version of his death that there is. The comics have flipped back and forth between is he actually a dead child or is he actually... Um, a ghost child because he was born from ghost parents uh yeah 
think about that one for a second. Excuse uh, me? Yeah, so the comics have kind of flipped back and forth. Some of the comics show him sitting next to his gravestone, or the cartoons show him sitting next to his gravestone, so it's implied that he was alive and then died. But other comics um, wanted to move away from that kind of macabre nature, and they just decided to say, oh, ghosts are creatures similar to goblins and ghouls, so obviously ghost kids are born from ghost parents. Press so, X to doubt. Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> that's that's one option. Um, additionally, you know, some of Casper's power sets include he can turn invisible and intangible, and he's able to fly. He can also turn objects he touches invisible and intangible as well, um, but we're not really sure if he can turn people or living things invisible yet. Um, also, some of the stories have shown that uh, the reason that you can see Casper is because he puts on a sheet um, so he's actually like invisible, but then he puts on a sheet, which lets you see him um, in the Casper live action movie. That isn't really shown, but it's shown that he like is naturally visible to humans as a white creature. Uh, like that's his resting state, but then he can turn invisible in other comics. It shows him getting ready in the morning and he steps out of the ghost shower and he's invisible. And then he applies like makeup to make himself visible and white it's kind of weird. There's like different options there. Ghost shower. Ghost shower. Yeah. He uses ghost water. Uh, he does. So it's environmentally friendly. Uh, yep. It just gets returned back into the ether. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, clean your ghost parts. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Ultimately, <laughs> so while we don't know much about Casper's backstory, we do know that in all the iterations of Casper, in the comics, the books, etc., the common theme is that Casper is a good ghost who, much to the chagrin of his uncles or other ghosts around him, he prefers to actually help people and make friends with uh, other animals and other people rather than scare them. We also know that uh, he's an East Coast ghost. Uh, he's got a New York oh. accent. Mm. Um, but other than that, that's really all we know about Casper, save for like the separate things that occur in his various adventures throughout the books and the comics and stuff like that, which aren't really connected. So it's more just kind of, you know, we talked about a long time ago, children's stories, the character is set and then just goes on these adventures, but we don't get much development out of the character other than just what they go and do. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of where Casper sits right now. Um, some fun facts. Uh, Casper originally didn't have a last name until the 1995 live-action CG movie. Um, in that movie, his name is Casper McFadden. Nice. Um, but, you know, the other versions of Casper don't give him a last name. John Mann. Wait, also, another Scottish-based character? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, weird. Weird how I picked yeah. him. Um, weird how it's Riley. Also... <laughs> Casper, the 1995 CG film, was the first feature-length film to have a completely CGI character as a lead role. Oh. Yeah. So other than that and those fun facts and Casper, my friends, where would we like to get started for this spooky episode to kick off Spooktober? And then Tyler, oh. edit, in a, edit in a thunderclap right here. That's a no from me. So I, I think at first what we need to do is we need to talk about... Um, ghost conception no we don't we do not um, need to talk about so there's a lady in europe <laughs> why did i know you were gonna go here <laughs> who claims to be married to a ghost she also then claimed later that the ghost got her pregnant 
So I assume that's where all baby ghosts come from. My question is, how recently did she claim that, and what is the ghost gestation period? I don't. I think it was almost. Also, didn't almost a year. didn't she say? Didn't it recently come out that they got a ghost divorce? They did. They got oh, a ghost divorce. Oh no! And I don't know whether she lost the ghost baby or not. Oh no! But. That, I, <laughs> that starts to beg many questions. Yeah, let's not. When the baby nope, comes we're just out, gonna talk about Casper. Is it a full ghost? <laughs> is it a half human, half ghost? Is it full human? What is it? Is it just a shell of a human with a ghost that lives inside? Aren't we all just shells of people with ghosts <laughs> that live inside? The horror. Therefore, it'd be a normal human being. <laughs> the, the nihilistic horror. <laughs> um Well, so normally this is the part of the the part of the episode where it's Tyler's question corner. Yeah, so Casper <laughs> wants to be friendly, but like, why? Um, <laughs> <laughs> why would you do that just in general? I mean, it's it's similar to why you would much rather do, you know, podcasting as your career than HR, just because you want to do that. He's a he's a nonconformist ghost. He doesn't want to do what everyone else is doing. I don't know if okay. that's. I don't know if that's to say that he. He's against the system. Yeah, but I don't know if that, right? If that means that he's friendly to people because it's inherently against the system that he's in, and he's just a nonconformist, or if he actually wants to be friendly to people because he wants to be friendly to people. So he's a disestablished disestablishmentarianism. Yeah, he's one of those. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I kind of like that because then it's like. It's like a, a spiteful friendliness. He's like doing it in spite of of his of his family and his culture, his ghost culture. You don't get the time. Like like screw that. I'm gonna go and be this like punk like like alternate music listening like friendly ghost. So screw he, you guys. I'm out. You don't get to tell me what to do, Dad. I'm gonna go listen to Death Cab for Cutie, <laughs> and then his, go help an old woman cross the street. Yeah, get wrecked. His his ghost <laughs> teenage angst. His rebellious years is him. Doing what ghosts don't do and not haunting people or possessing people and being kind yeah. and so he's like he's like a ghost that lives at home with his dad not because he wants not because he thinks it's expected of him but because he claims he wants to do it yeah well no he's doing it because it's against the culture right he's living at home now because it's expected that he'll move out and so he chooses to live at home instead I mean I don't know if it's Okay, are we bringing our own problems into this, or are we... <laughs> anyway? Look, my father issues are my father issues. Get, get okay, out of here, Riley. So I don't need you to keep bringing own. them up. <laughs> With... real, get your own father issues. <laughs> With Casper, um, there in my head, there are two questions that really need to be answered, and they're also at you know different sections of his story that need to be dived into, and I feel like we need to change. And that is... Is dive the right word? Isn't it divin? No. Well, I'm pretty sure it's divin. Also, I read in a book the other day that somebody used the past form of blink as blunk. <laughs> and um, I, I just about threw something through the window. The two questions, right, are... How do ghosts have sex? No. Nope. And when mm-hmm. they're born, what do they look no. like? No. Uh, Ooh, that's a good question. I think they probably look like little like wisps where they have no like anthropomorphic characteristics. Like oh. they're literally just this little like lightly glowing ball, like this ball of fuzz that lightly glows and hovers around. So people um, often confuse them for farts then? Or orbs when they do the ghost hunting I don't videos. know what your farts look like, Nick. They look like that. You don't think they look like tadpoles? That's weird. Ghost babies My look farts? like tadpoles. Oh, ghost babies. Anyway tadpoles so <laughs> do, do they like, do they like over time grow limbs to become full yeah. ghost people yes yeah 
So do ghosts have limbs and tails? Um, uh, or are they missing their bottom half like a mermaid? I mean, I, in the, the, the traditional Casper, like animated or cartoon ghost, like has arms and then is like, has like a, is like missing their bottom half. And yeah. like they're like to I, portray their ethereal qualities. Yeah, it's like I think ethereal to mermaid. answer your question, Nick, they have tails and they have legs. So when they're flying around, they just tuck their legs in and it looks mm. like a wispy tail. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then when they stand, they uh-huh. tuck their legs, they tuck their tail. Uh-huh between their legs to make it look like a large okay, diaper uh, okay you didn't think that's right the, the two questions you? that we need to answer are what led up to casper becoming a ghost slash what's his backstory no okay. well, maybe <laughs> maybe i mean i think what, we need to talk about this what what his backstory <laughs> is leading up to him becoming a ghost, ghost whether or not that's ghost conception or him dying as a kid <laughs> Or maybe not even yeah, dying. I, who knows? And is, then once he death? becomes a ghost, uh-huh. what is he like then? There's the. What does a ghost look like? After they're. Were you listening to my yes, intro? Exactly what you. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. So here's here's my so mad. <laughs> okay, now we're gonna enter a new segment that's called Tyler's Hot Takes. Tyler okay. doesn't believe in ghosts, and Tyler, okay. and that's because Tyler doesn't think that a. Uh, per- personally, Tyler doesn't think that a a, a part of a human can exist uh, consciously outside of the physical body, yet still in a physical form. All that to say, if ghosts do exist in some fashion to yeah. Tyler, it makes more sense that they would have some kind of um, inherited trait line, therefore ghost conception. Okay, so if ghosts exist, then it's from two ghosts making... A, a baby ghost, ghost babies tyler's on board with this i don't know why tyler keeps talking in third person <laughs> i also remember Nicholas tyler Cleaves. was initially very awestruck by it in the intro and now is on board awestruck by what that casper is a ghost child because he has ghost parents i everyone went what well i mean because that ghost conception <laughs> okay so casper was just born and that means his parents didn't use ghost protection well, maybe they, didn't they call wanted a ghost, a ghost child. Maybe they wanted a maybe, ghost child. Maybe, I mean, we don't know how ghost ghost conception works. Maybe a ghost, like a, a ghost couple, uh-huh. can I mean, only have a ghost a baby by, like, choosing to have a baby. Maybe it's, like, way more controlled mm-hmm. than human conception is in that it's not, like, a, a random chance kind of thing. It's more of, like, a, no, okay, we're going to now form a child out of this. Uh, maybe, maybe instead of ghost conception, the, the ghost couple comes together and, like, goes around and collects elements that they need to form their ghost baby. Okay. Like, they go around and they collect maybe, like, the the bones of a dead child and the and the hair of an old hag and I don't know, whatever, and, I, and puts it together and it forms the ghost baby. So, I think those are actually the names of the two albums that my band is putting out. <laughs> oh. The Bones of a Dead Child Sorry. and the Hair of an Old Hag. I didn't mean to, to tread on your artistic yeah. endeavors. Yeah, go check us out over on... on um, At Prison Wizard? No, that's, oh. that's just my Twitter handle. No, you got to check us out on SoundCloud as Big Spooky Ghost Boys. <laughs> Big Spooky Ghost Boys. Okay. Um, so I like to think that ghosts reciprocate. Nope, that's not the right word. Um, <laughs> ghosts make little ghost babies by just flying through each other. And then the ectoplasm Ooh, like polyps off oh. and drops. You to the really floor. like polyping. I love the polyp I idea. I don't know I, why you I like wish it he, so much. Because I wish human beings would just polyp. No, off. 
Well, it'd make things so much it's easier. It's so gross. But, but it would make things so much easier. Ooh, like, Nick, imagine if you're Nick, walking down the street and all of a sudden, boop, there, you pop, you popped off another I, little Riley. That would be terrifying. You, you put him in your pocket and you can sell him later. <laughs> that would be so terrifying. Nick, I kind of like where you're going with it. Can I kind of combine the, the two? So yes, please let's, do. Uh, let, here, here's my pitch. Uh, Casper's parents, names names to be decided. Uh-huh. Um they decided that they wanted to have a ghost baby. Uh-huh. And so they had to collect the right things to form the ghost baby. So how it works is they, they collect those elements of whatever that is. Um, so the Casper's, Casper's dad ghost or whatever and Casper's mom ghost each collect different elements and stick those elements into their ghost bodies. And then they fly through one another. Uh-huh. And as they do that over and over again, um, uh, nice. eventually like a little like uh, a condensed air pocket basically forms. And that's what develops into Casper. And that's what pops so off. So I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna combine all these ideas. Okay, do it. Because uh, in in the Wait, Casper, what? There's only been two ideas so far. Okay, all still includes the two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, like, there's is, been three. Isn't that what Tyler just did? Is combine the two ideas? Yeah, but now I have an idea. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> Tyler's ideas are stupid. No. <laughs> God. So Riley's sprinkling <laughs> in a little bit of dad on top of this to throw his own flavor in the mix. So in the comics, Casper can like part of what gives him his powers is he's able to consciously choose when to fly or choose when to make things incorpor- incorporeal or choose when to make things invisible. Like he can choose to do those things. So I like the idea that, you know, ghost uh like children are made by the ghost parents choosing to have a child and the very intentional act is they put those elements inside of their ghost shells and then fly through each other but i don't think they have to do it multiple times kind of picture it's just like a once pass through and then like as they pass through each other the elements in the one ghost and the elements in the other ghost um like kind of catch in the middle and as they pull apart a little like ghost polyp for you Nick, yeah is created this little like wispy okay, thing yes. of all these elements i love this and then uh it starts glowing and then becomes a little will-o'-wisp and then baby ghosts are will-o'-wisps um and that would mean uh-huh that because ghosts just have to put the elements inside of them and fly through each other right that uh ghost parents can be whatever they want to be is that why they're always picking shit up are you talking about like poltergeists yeah i mean or is, is yeah they're a, just a different kind of ghost I think poltergeists are ghosts that throw things. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to just like possess things. Maybe maybe that's what we're seeing every time we see something fly across the house is two ghosts trying to create another baby ghost. <laughs> two ghosts boning down. Yeah, two ghosts getting it on is what you're seeing. Man, right I can't believe an episode on Casper the Friendly Ghost just got straight into ghost <laughs> conception. Wow, well, what well, a show. How would you expect this to go? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Why would I expect oh, anything sorry. different? All right. What school does Casper go to? How many <laughs> friends does he have? No. We're not talking about his algebra homework right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. But that actually does bring up a relevant question in that this Will-O-Wisp that we've created, or that that, that his parents created, rather, uh, how exactly does that develop into Casper? Like, like Casper obviously is an intelligent, like, consciousness. See, I... So, like, where does that consciousness come from? Maybe, what if the, the parents only created the the physical uh, uh vessel uh, no, like the, the ethereal excuse me the ethereal vessel for casper to inhabit maybe casper's consciousness is still like from something else like it's still f- maybe from an, a human or from something i think that nick is dying in the corner and i need him to say what he's well, thinking because i i said something about ghost algebra homework 
and you said that brings up a good question and my first thought was can ghosts do math <laughs> Uh, but then you went in a totally different direction. So I'm just sitting over here giggling to yeah. myself because all I can think about is you asking me when That's you a fair didn't question, if ghosts can do math. We know for a fact that vampires can do math. That's true. But we don't know if ghosts right. can do and math. I'm, I think if we were to go back and if we were to do a comprehensive audit of all of the <laughs> Casper movies and, and, um, and comics, we would find evidence that Casper can do math. Among amongst other intelligent things. Okay, so we're gonna assume so, that ghosts can do math. Yeah. Right, anyway. but like, how do we get from the this like little like yeah. all from, no, like non living will o' wisp to this anthropomorphic Casper? How so, do we, how do we get from A to B? I I think he gets consciousness similar to how uh, we don't really need to answer how it happens, just like how babies. I think it just he he grows up. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> You're I, stuttering train of thought right now. <laughs> well, I just don't like, you know. You know, in the same way how to... babies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I mean, that to me, that makes sense. If there was some kind of analogous uh, construct within Casper's Will-O-Wisp body that could develop, right? But like, what in Casper is capable of any kind of development. This is not a philosophy episode. This is Casper has an intelligence inside. I don't know. I think it's become a philosophy episode. No. Why, why I, see, maybe, I was trying, why to, I was trying to tie story. it back to having some kind of reference to um, Casper formerly being a human child. So that way we could have both ghost conception and a throwback to Casper's former human self. I was thinking that like, what if uh, the boy that was casper the human boy died and then that like that like consciousness or soul or whatever you want to call it um i'm not saying i believe in these things i'm just saying that for the for anyway um so suppose that that enters into the will-o'-wisp and this will-o'-wisp has no real concept of like that it used to be human really i mean like maybe it's told that it was and so it knows but like it doesn't remember anything really from its former life as a human boy that's that's what I was kind of headed toward. But sure. if we don't want to do that, we can just say ghost become ghost and be smart and do math. <laughs> uh, I mean, I kind of like I, I like how because uh, in my free time, I watch I watch a lot of ghost hunting videos on YouTube because it's just fun because um, there's spooky shit. Out yeah, there, they're boys. spooky, spooky. Um, but they catch some orbs sometimes <laughs> and orbs are just baby ghosts now. They're baby that's kind of cool. Well, so there's baby ghosts out there everywhere. Uh, yeah. Sometimes. But well, uh, that's sad because orbs are most often seen in wooded areas. Well, yeah, because well, the the orbs are traveling from their birthplace to the bodies of those who are about to die to try to suck up a soul to then become a ghost. They're, okay. They're commuting. Yeah. So so love when, that. So when go- ghosts when gorals when gorals get it down <laughs> gorals when ghosts when ghosts get it on they create. Uh, a ghost husk, yeah, with which we can shove a human soul into. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's like my physical body, but ethereal. Uh, yeah. Because I am just a husk of a man. Okay, so anyway, moving on. <laughs> Casper was a will o' wisp, got a child soul, became Casper. But is there something unique about the soul that the will o' wisp? sucked up or the the you know the human that it absorbed i have a proposal that made him a kind ghost there's something inherently evil about 
he got a child's soul. <laughs> but well, Tyler, what, I, what, see, what are you I, thinking? I don't think that's necessarily true. Here's my thought. These are ghost parents, right? These, these ghost parents intentionally formed yeah, this, this ghost child. Yeah, are Eleazar and Gertrude. I was going to say James or and Lopez. Barbara. Actually, nope. Eleazar and Stanley. Okay. Eleazar and Stanley chose they wanted to have a ghost baby. And they themselves aren't maybe as typical spooky ghosts maybe they're more like reclusive ghosts that just like like whatever y- y'all want to go and like haunt and scare people like okay we're just gonna leave and we're just gonna go and haunt some castle that exists in the middle of of, of scotland because this is a scottish character right mcfadden or whatever and so uh and they, they just they just leave well enough alone right except they get lonely they want a ghost child together and so um they i'd like to think that they go and they like find the Oi, soul like Eliezer, human child. you want a child that's what his name was Eliezer. for some reason in my mind it was stanley and ferdinand <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> ferdinand sorry ferdinand the bull um and so like th- these two that uh, stanley and Eliezer, they go and they find like a, a a terminally ill human child and they like th- and they th- they find one that has this like and then they like, scare they're him just to like death. a good kid they're just like they're like a really like like they're a really kind well-meaning child that 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 they that, that child's character is like very well-intentioned right like they're they're a good person and so they wait until that child dies and they bring the willow wisp to that child's like bedside when they when they pass away and uh, and because the willow wisp is there it just automatically uh, uh sucks up this soul it goes it goes full Roomba. Yep. Dude, my parents have a <laughs> You never go full Roomba. <laughs> never go full. Um, <laughs> all, the, all the commercials are always so quiet. That thing is the loudest motherfucker I've ever experienced in my whole life. Um, the other option I was thinking is maybe ghosts, when Will-O-Wisps suck up souls or human essence, if it's an evil person, it then becomes a good ghost. So you're saying that this Will-O-Wisp sucked up evil child. Evil child. <laughs> Wait, and it became a go- what? And it became a very what? good ghost. <laughs> I'm what? saying this is the, very the, good the, ghost boy. The human essence suck up process is kind of like how, you know, if you're when your eye looks at an image, it's actually flipping it in your eye, but then your brain autocorrects <laughs> it. So like, you know, getting sucked up by the will o wisp does a mirror image of the essence that got sucked up. So if it's an evil essence, it becomes a good ghost, and if it's a good essence, it becomes the typical ghost we think of that they scare people and haunt things. Okay, so so the Casper, ghost that the sucked friendly up, ghost like was like Casper, the evil child. Yeah. So if a ghost sucked up, theoretically, right? I'm I'm not, I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes here, but I'm just going with what Riley's saying to like the ultimate end. So if if there's a a a, a wisp, a willow wisp. And it sucks up Hitler's soul. Why do we go? Why do we be... always have to go back to Hitler? Because uh, okay, Hitler okay, is the perfect example of a human being. It hooks, uh, it, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 and it, it sucks up their soul, and they're like the worst person on the planet, right? They're like, okay, like my, it sucks up the soul of the man. worst person on the planet. Then that becomes the best ghost. So we go from like like human Hitler to ghost Jesus. Is that what you're saying, Riley? Human Hitler I'm to ghost Jesus. Saying that that is the logical conclusion to my statement. <laughs> Dibs on the band name. 
human Hitler to ghost Jesus. <laughs> I struggle to re- I struggle to reconcile this within myself. I, I don't know if I can if I can handle this. I just think it'd be funnier to have a a kid who's a dick become cast with a friendly ghost. Oh man, here comes Lucifer. He's gonna be such an ass. Oh no, Lucifer got hit by a bus. Oh, who's that? Oh, it's Casper. Yeah. Casper the friendly ghost. Yeah. Comes from Lucifer, the well, bag child. But here's the thing, right? Like, not in the Casper series, but in common folklore and all these ghost hunting videos I watch, places of great tragedy and, you know, badness uh-huh. tend to be where ghosts come from. So maybe it's not necessarily the people in the situations where the Willowists are at, but maybe the circumstances under which the people live. So maybe Casper the friendly ghost was a ghost that got made out of a kid who had a really <laughs> nice life and who like was loved by his parents and was just very pleasant. And so then it was a pleasant ghost versus like ghosts that get created from tragedies and stuff, which are like scary and want to hurt people, et cetera, et cetera. See, that makes sense. I can get on board with that one. I mean, sound off in the comments because this is definitely a YouTube video if uh, you know you, you, <laughs> you want the mirror image ghost theory, but whatever. And make sure to like, well, subscribe, then, yeah. and share with your friends. <laughs> and hit that bell button. Hit the bell button so you get notification. But then, it, like, I'm just still thinking about Riley's previous proposal. Then, if you've got a really good person, like, say you've got like, uh, really like Gandhi, yeah, right? Okay. And Gandhi dies, and a ghost sucks up Gandhi. Then you've got then then you've got ghost ghost Mussolini. Then, like, yeah. So you're telling me right now that the opposite of Gandhi is you're telling me right now that the opposite of Gandhi is Mussolini. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm just trying oh, okay. to think of like All right. terrible so, people and, and good people. Well, oh my god. Okay, so Casper is made a ghost from a really pleasant child and who died in, when he was a kid. Uh, did he die from typhoid? Probably pneumonia. Mm, no typhoid. The Black Plague. <gasps> he died from a, a backed up bowel. Oh, uh, uh, an impacted what? colon. That's a bummer. Yeah. I think he died from hypothermia when from his, pneumonia when his dog ran out onto the lake and fell into the water and he ran out to save the dog and he was able to save the dog, but he died of hypothermia. I think he got hit by a bus uh, trying to save or, his dog. Or from he, he tried to save his dog from, from the gutter and then and then a hand reached out, a clown hand reached out no. and yeah. pulled him down and into the sewers. In. No. Yeah, and ate him. We're not like crossing you. these. No, no, we, no, no. no, no. Everyone. <laughs> I think he died fighting a shark on a volcano. No. What? What? That's how every good person goes out. Fighting a shark on a volcano? Mm-hmm. Wait, fighting with a shark? Like, yeah, fi- like you're like, using the shark to fight the volcano? Fighting like, a volcano I'm with a shark. I'm fighting a volcano <laughs> with a shark. Anyway. But the shark's cool with it. It's not like I'm, I'm forcing the shark to fight the volcano with me. However, yeah, it's, it's consensual. Yeah, yeah, it's a consensual fight with a volcano and a shark. However Casper dies, he dies probably in doing some kind act for another person. Saving the shark or, or a dog. fell into the volcano. Gets sucked up by the will-o'-wisp, becomes Casper. Okay. Okay. So now Casper has been created and formed. Right. Casper in the original series has uncles. He doesn't have parents. I no mean, dads. he does like in the comic books. He's a ghost child because he came from ghost parents. But I don't think he ever actually interacts with his ghost parents. I don't think they're even present. So his ghost parents are gone, which is why he's got uncles. What if? What if the ghost parents? Like, what if the ghost council had said that ghost parents aren't supposed to create ghost babies? The, the ghost, ghost council. council. Yeah. You, you and may, you may and speak then the, us, but you the ghost council comes the ghost council and they members. like lock up Casper's pa- uh, ghost parents into like 
uh, I don't know, some sort of like holy vessel that keeps their souls trapped or whatever. And so they're not really around, but Casper's still like wants to be a good person. But uh, the other ghost family is like, nah, let's just go scare the crap out of people because it's funny. (laughs) Okay, so the ghost council decided that there were too many ghost babies out there. And said, no more making ghost babies. And Casper's parents were like, nah, we're still going to make ghost babies. And the council was upset about that. So they locked them in a holy vessel. I mean, there's just a lot of undertones here that I don't know if I'm yeah, if I'm feeling correctly. Maybe when two... This is very inquisition-y. Maybe when two ghost parents... Love each other very much. And make a ghost polyp. Yeah. They start to fade away. Oh, no. Oh. So that means all of... All of Casper's uncles are ghost virgins. Uh, Is that why they're so angry all the time? <laughs> God. My God. They're incels. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Casper's uncles are incels. It explains so much. Oh, man. It all falls into place. Uh, the dominoes <laughs> tumble down. Anyway, I maybe maybe that's not what happens because then that would inherently set up ghost dumb like to go away because if they make more ghosts yeah that doesn't make sense well, no it's uh, not what happens unless you stay at the, like a random number of wisps polyp off sort of like two oh so you're like so like if, doing the lottery yeah sort of like two very stinky ghosts get it on and a billion little polyps off versus two very nice ghosts get it on and only a regular number of polyps polyp well, but I, we we wanted the ghosts to be able to choose right they, like, you yeah them to choose I, I how many that, how many yeah, polyps you make I, I think so, and uh, and I think that maybe they can like general. They generally only maybe they can do more, but they only generally polyp off like one or two at a time. All right, so so maybe go, uh, Casper's parents get sucked on up by the Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh no! You know I I'm actually okay with that, and just kind of leaving it as that. Like at some point they get like like whether that's the Ghostbusters or. It's like uh, you know Sam and Dean from uh, the Winchesters oh, from Supernatural. Like, they get there's a bunch down. of ghost hunters. There's all kinds of ghost hunters. So like some some form of ghost hunter takes them out early on when Casper is young. So Casper has lost his parents somehow. Okay. Whether or not they're like dead and gone or whatever, like that. I mean, they're dead because they're ghosts. But like whether or not they're like gone permanently, like we don't know. That's so, for another day. So Casper's parents are mix- missing in action. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he lives with his uncles just because. So if he's a polyp, right beforehand, and they're floating around trying to find souls to suck up, and they suck up a soul, do the polyps know who their daddies are? Uh, or does every ghost think... like just I, I inherently like have this... daddy issues? I think if the think ghost parents are around, if, yeah. if the ghost parents are around and like congratulations, where you, you where sucked up a soul, yeah. where your parents? Okay, so like well again the like, like the sentient part of the of the ghost I I wasn't thinking was the was the husk was the willow wisp I was thinking that the sentient part was the soul part so like it's more like this husk is just this like little truly it's just a glowing little orb that floats around and okay. it just passively sucks up a soul All right. um so, so it then, is like a then the, yeah it's a soul room right. yeah yeah okay. and then then the soul is like <laughs> powering where, off. who who am i where am i what what is this place and then if there are ghost parents then they're like hi where are your ghost parents and then if there aren't ghost parents then it's like well I guess I'm just alone. And then they find out that there's other ghosts and then the ghosts want to take them on a camping trip uh-huh. to go and scare people. But the friendly Casper ghost is like, no, nah, man, I don't want to do that because I'm going to break the system. Oh, okay. For a second, I thought you were just like throwing in like Tyler experiences in the background. 
Oh, no. Tyler didn't want to go camping, but Dad made him go camping. <laughs> um, well, I so, mean, so you're so you're telling me I wasn't me, gonna point it out. <laughs> so, you're, <laughs> so you're telling me that that ghost ghost Roombas suck up souls, and then they like a baby bird imprint on whatever ghosts are nearby. Well, not necessarily. Yeah. Oh. I mean, maybe not like imprint, like they pull characteristics because the characteristics of the ghost, the baby ghost, are like brought with them from the human from the human child or the right. human person from the so like they already have some characteristics from to the them. ghost of a child right um well I'm, yeah that's, i meant that's like soul imprint is in like all right well i recognize you as my paternal being i think it was what riley was saying like if there are ghost parents there then they tell them hey we're your parents um and we wanted you to be our friendly ghost boy we're gonna call you casper so why is casper friendly is it because he wants to then we already decided it's because he came from an evil baby <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's that's what we've decided <laughs> um no or what about instead of coming from an evil baby like i mean so kind of going with what riley was saying um as far as like a, 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 a human that's not as friendly right but what if it's um some a child who's just constantly contradictory to everything and so when that Roomba uh, sucks up this this child's soul, then it's still this contradictory child and all the ghosts around him, maybe even his parents are like, yeah, let's go scare people and be mean and possess things and stuff. And he's like, nah, that ain't my that ain't my stick. I'm going to go and do friendly things because screw that. Uh, OK, so then the child of Casper was taken between the ages of two and six when the only word they seem to know is no, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you want some peanut butter snacks? No. You want some apples? No. What do you want? Peanut butter snacks? What do you mean you want peanut butter snacks? It's the first thing I asked you, little idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be a great dad, Nick. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm just going to demean my child until he understands what he's doing wrong. Perfect. Yeah. Yep, I think Casper is friendly, is a friendly ghost, because maybe... He doesn't want to – I have two thoughts. Either – because, I mean, because he's just being contradictory is funny. I mean, we can keep, like, part of that in there. But also, I kind of want his reasoning for being friendly to either be uh, – by being friendly, he can get more access to uh, resources through people. And maybe he's, like, trying to figure out who he was before he became a wisp and, like, you know – Honey, honey brings more flies, right? Than than vinegar. So if you're sweet to people, they'll actually like help you out. Um, or maybe by being kind to people, um, it actually grants him more power. It's like Ooh, it's like, uh, it's like <laughs> Monsters Inc. How they originally thought scares were like really yeah, good yeah. power source, but then laughs are much more powerful. It's like for Casper, it's like you don't understand the source of true power. It's being kind. And then he does a ghost blast and wipes everyone out. And then he fights Danny Phantom. <gasps> Danny Phantom comes <laughs> hang out in this episode? <laughs> I've never been more excited in my whole life <laughs> than when Danny Phantom appears. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't in this episode, but we, we can leave it open to when you do the character Danny Phantom. Yeah. Then well, I mean, he can cook up with Casper. It is Spooktober. It is Spooktober. So there's a good chance that. Uh, special fan- Danny Phantom Halloween episode coming out on the thirty first. Uh, d- despite what Tyler has to say, no, I'm I'm okay with that. We Sweet, can, we can do that. We'll we'll just have to make sure that we record it. Well, I mean, I guess that's kind of probably true. 
I was just kind of hoping <laughs> the, the episode would just appear and I could listen to how cool we are. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you probably have enough information from just all the other episodes that you could just splice together all the times I said Danny. Do you Phantom. know how long that would take me to go back and do? <laughs> do you know how many days I would have to spend going and pulling every single Danny Phantom reference? Yeah, but it would be sure, weeks. I'm sure. I'm sure we have enough time, like spent talking about Danny Phantom and other episodes, to make a whole. Episode. Oh, I'm sure we do. <laughs> so, because I remember in in some of the Casper animated movies and stuff, like Casper's big enemy boss guy is Kibosh. Is that like his the, name? The, the, yeah, the big green ghost, big like scary you, mean. Like green you put ghost. the kibosh on something? Yeah. Well, his name is Kibosh. Mm, same difference. Uh, but is is Casper trying to garner more ghost powers? Is he trying to become stronger than his uncle so he can rise up and defeat them? Like, what is his... Other than just being contradictory, does he have any other impetus for being kind? I have a, I have a proposal, and it does change something, a little bit of what we said about the whole contradictory, but I was just thinking that how how funny would it be, in my opinion, if instead of Casper being contradictory necessarily, we make it so that Casper's that kind of like southern passive aggressive friendliness that's like like not actually being friendly, but like like still going through the motions of being a kind person, right. but really trying to stick it to you. Like he'll call you friend and pal and stuff, but he doesn't actually mean it. I mean, yeah, I'm partner. trying to think of a, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like you want some sweet tea with that there, partner? And then he slaps the food tray out of his hand and it hits the ground and you have to go buy another pork chop. Not personal experience. Don't worry about it. Stop <laughs> looking at that. Um, but like passive aggressively friendly. That's what I, that's what I, that's my proposal. Oh, you don't want to shake my hand? Then they go so, in for a hug instead. Yeah. And then they kiss. <laughs> so is he actually being friendly or is he just passive aggressive? So passive aggressive that people confuse it for kindness. I like to think that he's, he's being friendly, but he's got an ulterior motive. Uh, because he knows that there's a giant final bo- fight with Kabosh, uh, like in a video game. And so he makes as many friends as he can so that he can bring them to the battlefield and then suck all their human's life force out of them and use it as one big final ghost blast. Like a, like uh, like Gohan's, or uh, the sun orb or whatever? Yeah, when um, Goku uses the giant orb and everybody has to give their power to him yeah and it sucks, but instead he just takes their life force <laughs> i i like that except instead of it, it, you know it being with human life force can it just be like he's friendly to other ghosts as well but it's that passive aggressive friendliness that that it's just to use them up later uh because i'd like it if it was if he was like kind of like secretly friendly to humans but he like kept that on the down low and then he was passive aggressively friendly to his fellow ghost compatriots that makes more sense it's like uh like in Yu-Gi-Oh when uh Seto Kaiba and Yu-Gi are talking and at the beginning they're definitely enemies but then later on they're they're aligned they're against enemies well yeah cuz they're aligned against the same opponent and so, like the enemy of my enemy yeah. is my friend. Yugi goes, "Oh, Kaiba," and Kaiba goes, "I got you, Yugi." Except he doesn't really got him. He's just trying to beat the other dude so he can get the Phantom Hourglass. And that's not the right thing. That's from a Zelda game. And like Seto somebody comes Kaiba. over to Casper's, somebody comes over to Casper's ghost house, and and they, they're just like there to like ask him a question or something or whatever. It doesn't matter. And he he's he like invites them in and is like like sits them down at the table, and they're like, "Oh no, I I actually need, I need to go. I, I was just gonna pick up a." Uh, this one thing or whatever and he's like oh no don't you worry i've got something in the oven right now let me go get you a snack and, and it's a and gun. like and like they're like passive he's like super like 
passive aggressively friendly and like whatever he wants he'll get by being friendly hmm. is, okay. it, is it is it like the friendly that makes you uncomfortable yeah absolutely like like you know something's up but they're being so nice and it's really hard to say no to that whatever it's almost it's not quite it's not as evil but it's almost kind of like a a, a form of the dolores umbridge friendliness like kind of okay so it's like they offer you a slice of Toast. peach pie but you don't like peach pie you like apple pie um but you still have to eat it because so you send them home you. with the entire peach pie at the end of the yeah, night yeah and then he's like oh you seem to have <laughs> loved that take this whole pie my grandma yeah made. see you yeah and you have to take it because her grandma made yeah. it and they make sure that everyone around knows that you know yeah. that this is special and, and absolutely they tell all your friends that you love peach pie so you keep getting peach pies but it's not your favorite pie exactly see God, you get where I'm, you get where i'm going yeah i'm tracking i hate this guy now <laughs> is casper but, but this is to ghosts this is how he treats other ghosts oh so when for, he's humans, like he's interacting with humans he's like he's like a bro he's just a bro oh, with cool. all humans so we, we can and he's down. still only like nine years old Shred, so i'm imagining this <laughs> he's still really young so he's like weirdly like old in terms of his passive aggressiveness to ghosts and then he's just like a, a kid to all the humans so is what I'm kind of picturing is Casper to humans is Casper the friendly ghost, but to their ghosts are kind of like, eh, he's just kind of Casper the dick. Yeah. And yeah. So Casper the passive ghosts aggressive don't, ghost. Ghosts don't like him, but humans do. And is the intent to like what we're saying, him become the new ghost supreme leader or is the intent just it's like a clickbait ad ghosts hate him. find out he's... why. I think that he's more, like, like we were saying earlier, I think he's more disestablishmentarian. Like, he wants to just, like, tear down everything that the ghosts have done. Like, uh, absolutely everything. Everything that so, ghosts like, stand for. He, like, tells humans, like, like what the ghosts are plotting. And, like, oh, he, like, like lets them know. Yeah. And, like, he, like, interrupts the ghost plans with, like, like br- by bringing along his go- his human friends and, like, <laughs> like having a nice picnic on the lawn or right. whatever. Like, well, it's one of those things, like, he, he tells his friends, and then when the ghosts confront him, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was, I thought we was all in this together. I don't know why he became Forrest together. Gump right there, but, uh, and. And they, then invites them to join him and the humans for their picnic. Yeah, exactly. And the ghosts aren't having it because they want to spook humans, but. But but they're they're also not like totally evil ghosts, so they they're still like begrudgingly like, well we, you're just trying to be nice, but it's not really working out for us. Yeah. So if you could not, that would be great. Could you just scare some people for once in your gosh darn life, or it's like gosh darn death? It's like when your mom invites you to go to lunch with her and all of her friends that know you as a child, but you never met any of them. Well, I feel like that's <laughs> kind of different, but no. you know it works. Well, I'm just trying to throw my own <laughs> life stories into this thing. Well, it's whatever. <laughs> Make it relatable yeah, for the audience exactly. or something. What's <laughs> Casper's end goal? To kill all um, the ghosts. What? To well, I think what if it's kind of that? What if it's like uh like Casper wants to like create circumstances where all the other ghosts end up getting like washed away? What? Whether that's washed like, away. Like yeah, because like, like he's I mean, he you can't kill a ghost, right? I I couldn't think of a, a way to say that. Like the go the ghosts are already dead. So like he like creates circumstances where, uh, oh, Casper uh, invited his his f- human friend on this. Uh, who's his human friend? I don't know. And then Casper shows up with uh, with a priest or Bill Murray. <laughs> the yeah, priest. or Bill Murray. <laughs> uh, or <laughs> the priest. Casper 
knows that ghosts like to scare people so if he's actively kind to ghosts or if he's actively kind to people it removes the scariness of ghosts and if casper right, exactly. explains you know ghost reproduction and all oh. these things where ghosts don't become so scary and foreign now right. they're losing they their power known and understood and so he's chasing the ghosts across the land because the Searching ghosts far and wide. are are losing power as Casper pushes against the tide and educates you know, people on ghost powers. I really like this also in terms of so if if we set Casper into our uh, our you know our our normal popular apocryphal universe, right? You know yep. the one it's got Smokey the Bear, it's got Poppin' Fresh, it's got it's got um, Hercules, it's Shaggy. got the headless horseman. And people already know that ghosts exist and other like supernatural forces exist. So what if Casper like comes out on in front of all of this and is like, hi, I'm the ghost representative to the world. And like, <laughs> I'm the ghost portrays, and portrays ghosts as this like, like, I, uh, we're, we're here to be friends and, and not cause any trouble. And, and if you, if you run across a ghost that is causing you trouble, you make sure that you let me know and then we'll take care of it for you. <laughs> Report it to the ghost council. <laughs> oh no, he's a he's a snitch. <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. Casper yeah, the no, snitch. He is. He's Casper the snitch ghost. But he doesn't uh. have any power because it's just him. All the other ghosts want to scare well, people. But again, he can get his human friends to help him. So he can get like he can get B- Bill Murray and he can get the uh, <laughs> priests and he can get shamans and he can get you know and uh, the the Winchesters and he can get any ghost like the ghost he could go and get the Ghostbusters. Like he's friends with the Ghostbusters. I don't know yeah. why this made me think of. Why did he become? The... He became Casper the Narc. <laughs> <laughs> well, the like the can can Casper and the Headless Horseman be like arch nemeses? Uh, I mean, <laughs> Casper seems kind of anti anything that's like supernatural and scary. So he would be yeah, that's true against Headless Horseman, Jason Voorhees. Yeah, Jason all the. Oh yeah, but we did again, that like you're saying, ago, Ca- Casper. But like you're saying, Casper himself doesn't have any actual powers really himself. Like uh, he has a few ghost tricks, but like not really any strong power. Not like the headless horseman, right? Who's no. like invincible. I but, he's like he's like one of those ghosts. Like he can lift, like he can move plates around on the counter. But that's about it. Right. Yeah. But he his can. True power uh, but again, lies in his, his ability to make friends. Yes. <laughs> yep. H- human friends. Yep. It's so gross. I want to puke. <laughs> Um, the true power here is friendship. So it's like Captain Planet, but less cool. <laughs> friendship. Um, so Casper's end goal is to end the ghost reign of terror from yeah. within. Cool. It's especially in terms of like tearing down the hierarchy. So if there is a ghost council, he's, I mean, he's going to like keep things kind of secretive, right? From, from them and from all the other ghosts as he tries to build up this, this, these friendships amongst the humans. So he's like, trying to portray himself as the friend to the humans uh as a friend of humans but keep that hidden from his ghost friends so whenever things like whenever suspicions get raised uh, about him within the ghost community that's when his passive aggressive friendliness really comes out Uh. is placating them and making sure that they're like he's like oh no you you absolutely you know oh you're you're gonna go and scare that uh you're gonna go scare at the williams house next week you have a great time here you know take this with you and all that him, so. him with his underhanded threats yeah um yeah <laughs> i kind of like also uh if casper actually like maybe there is there was a scare academy who knows in one of the comics there is actually a scare school mm-hmm. um but there's a whole tv show where he goes to scare school yeah what if uh it's trash what, <laughs> what if 
he's actually top of his class. Like he he could be the best scarer, the best ghost, but he decides to not and use his persuasive powers instead to turn the tide. Turn the tide of the war between humans and ghosts. What if he has a like a come to Jesus moment? Uh-huh. But it's like a come to kibosh moment. Oh, a kibosh, whatever. Seto Kaiba, whoever. And uh, Seto Kaiba. And instead of just being a jerk all the time, is only a jerk sometimes. To ghosts. Yeah, to ghosts. To ghosts. But actually becomes a friendly person. Yeah. And that's and where eventually that's he'll where tear down up. all of the supernatural forces in the world and be the only one remaining. Is that why his uncles don't like him? It's because he, he dropped out of scare school. No, because he's just a jerk to other ghosts, but like cool to human beings. And then it but, makes But his not like a jerk unpopular. jerk. He's like a passive aggressive nice jerk. Yeah. And then he spreads rumors about his uncles at school. I feel like his uncles probably also dropped out of school. No, oh, I mean, yeah. I didn't mean they were currently in school. I mean, he just like spreads rumors about them. No, no, I don't know. I, I like that's the meanest thing you could do to somebody: ruin their reputation and then kill their family. Like that's up there too, I suppose. Okay, <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think Casper's done. <laughs> what um, who would play Casper in this new CGI movie? Michael Sarah. You say Michael Sarah for yeah, a lot of things, but I've been thinking about this one for like five minutes now because I knew this question was going to come up. <laughs> Who and would, it's a voice actor. Yeah, but Michael Sarah does such a good job with the um like underhanded nice threats. Uh-huh. Like in Scott Pilgrim, he's still very good at making threats while also just pretending to be an awkward nice guy. That's wonderful. So I've, I, I've, I've got, got, I've got Riley's going to play uh, Casper in this one because he's so passive aggressive all the time. There. Okay, so his name, uh, the voice actor that I would like to play Casper, uh, his the actor's name is Eddie Deason. Who does he play? Uh, he, uh, you would know him probably first and foremost from the movie The Polar Express. He plays the know-it-all kid oh, in the yellow man. shirt. <laughs> that's that's my that's my vote. Uh, my vote is the guy that voiced Mandark in Dexter's Lab. Mandark. Which one was Mandark? Nah, that, that doesn't help me at all. <laughs> Just because you make a giggling noise into that's the mic, like what he's known for. I don't know who you know. I don't know. I feel like that's uh, that's more like a doofenshmirtz kind of character, right? Like, what, could he play like the passive aggressively nice? I don't um, know. I, I'm also kind of on board with Michael Sarah. It's not a bad pull for this character. Ooh, yeah. can it just be Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> Macaulay Culkin, please. <laughs> yeah, actually, that'd be fun to voice. <laughs> or Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon wouldn't do bad. I oh, Jimmy he, Fallon would be Fallon funny. Though. Yeah, you know what? Why not? I think we're all in agreement there. Because we can. Because who's going to stop us? Because we can and we will. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, probably. <laughs> mm, I don't know. You have to catch us first. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, this is a challenge. Nope. Get, come catch me. Please, I'm lonely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, this is a verbal audio uh, tag. You're it. Come come get me. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, well, I think we are to the part of the show where we can do any arbitrary change as our sign off. Okay. I want him to, every time he sneezes, turn completely invisible. That's kind of cute. I like that a lot. See, the big twist is he's allergic to cats. Oh. Poor guy. So if a black cat crosses his path, he he's, just starts sneezing. He sneezes and turns invisible. Oh. Poor guy. Life's hard. Uh, when he's in scare school, I want him to be on an, a sports team where they bowl skulls. It's bowling, but with skulls. And I want him to be uh, decent at it. Not Maybe maybe the best in his school, but like objectively not all that incredible. Um, I want humans to misunderstand uh, some ghost powers so ghosts can't actually fly or hover but instead they're just super sticky so they can jump really high and then stick to surfaces and then look like they're floating so is that how we get the like the you know in scary movies like the the people or like the ghosts or whatever that are like in the top corner of a room 
Yeah. Like like hanging off of the ceiling. Jumped up there and stuck. You just stuck to the wall. You can't <laughs> yeah. get down. So they can't actually float or hover. Uh, they just kind of jump he, and stick. He needs help. It's they're they're wearing a giant Velcro suit, and the entire world is Velcro. It's like one of those toys that you get at like Chuck E. Cheese when you're a kid that had the sticky balls on the hands and feet, and you throw them at the wall, and they would just like tumble down. Uh, Sometimes they were loosely based on Spider Man. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I didn't like Chuck E. Cheese because of the scary animatronics. I mean, maybe that is going to be another episode for another day. Chuck E. Cheese? Or the Chuck E. Cheese. New Halloween episode, Chuck E. Cheese, Cross Danny Phantom. (laughs) (laughs) All right, friends. Well, thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate you hanging out with us and uh, listening to our talks on Caster. Um, If you have any suggestions for characters that you'd like us to do in future episodes, please send that on our way uh, across any of the socials. Again, that's at P-O-P-A-P-O-C podcast on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Or you can hit us up on our website, www.popapoc.com. Any last thoughts, friends? Uh, When I was a kid, I went bowling, and somebody in a lane, two lanes down, had a bowling ball that in the middle had what looked like a human brain, but it had to be floating in something. Because when he rolled it, the human brain stayed upright the whole time. Um, and I'm all, I've am always been confused as to how they got the brain inside of there. You sure that wasn't just a dream? It might have been a dream. When you go ghost hunting, or if you go ghost hunting, uh, if instead of like normally, you know, just with a mirror and saying Bloody Mary, uh, uh, if you also pour a cocktail and then hold it out to the mirror and say Bloody Mary, um, supposedly legend has it that a hand will come out, take the cocktail glass, and uh, come back with a Bloody Mary for you. Oh, dude. Life hacks. Why make also, your own bloody? That's berries? a lie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it happens every day. I'm gonna do it right now. Nick, no, come back. No, it's too late. I'm going to get some bloody man. You know, you know, in the same way how babies.